Welcome out there to another awesome episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so thankful to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us, seriously. Especially after this great spring break Easter holiday. Woo! Woo! Spring break! Spring break! Uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, sun's out, gun's out. <laughs> right? <laughs> So I take it you went to, you know, do the typical Ryan spring break, go party on the beach. Yeah. With, uh, with all the sunburn. honeys. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure your wife loved that. And Yeah. No. 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 We didn't no. do any of that. A staycation. So. <laughs> staycation. When, when you're older, you're a teacher, right? So spring break usually means yeah, the, you know, sleeping. Sleeping. And we, sleeping. We did take the kids to Chattanooga and had a good time there. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah, but okay. yeah, that's, you know, we'll yeah. keep, yeah. Took a little trip to Florida. Ah, and good. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it was uh, my in-laws' fiftieth anniversary. Oh, happy so, anniversary! Happy anniversary! So, anyways, hopefully you're safe where you are, and uh, not to get serious now, but we are going to shift to war. War. But somewhat of in a positive note. Oh, okay. By the band U2, war. Oh, so not real war. Not real war. So not like war. the not like the Korean band BTS who who have to join the military. Recently. No, not that war. No. Oh, okay. War by U2. Released way back in 1983. I was just a wee baby. 40 years ago. Wee baby. I was maybe a thought. I wasn't even a baby. You weren't a baby yet? No. Oh. A couple of years later. Yeah, that's true. So this album's older than me, uh, celebrating uh, maybe, what, a couple of months ago? That's 40th yeah. anniversary. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. So uh, classic Irish band, U2. Yep. If you haven't heard of U2... Where you been? Where you been? Have you never seen Sing with your kids? <laughs> Specifically Sing 2. Do you know about Sing 2? Uh, unfortunately. So I, I think Sing and Sing 2, it, it's pretty cool. So I, I like Sing. I thought Sing was good. I, I think Sing 2 was good. It, it depends on do you like U2 or not. And I, I would say this is kind of why I chose the album. Not because of Sing, but I wasn't really listening to U2 recently. And then my kids started watching Sing and Sing 2. And then I said, oh, yeah, U2. Bono kind of does the yep. whole thing, and they do a lot of U2 songs and sing, mm-hmm. too. And it's great for parents with kids that you know are transitioning from kid Ner- songs yeah. to real songs. To real songs. Now, some of the songs are annoying as anything, but at least they're real songs <laughs> yeah. and not the old McDonald's song. So I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, so I kind of went back, and I was listening, and I'm like, okay, let's give Ryan a U2 album. And uh, The Joshua Tree might be one that I've kind of – had in the back of my pocket and kind of said, okay, maybe we'll do that. Okay. But I did not choose that. No, you didn't. No. You chose I, something uh, a little bit more devastating. Yeah, a little more devastating. War. Uh, I think you you mentioned that you hadn't really heard this album. A little no. bit that we talked about ahead of yeah, time. Yeah, so um, I long story short, there I went through this phase where I remember Christmas one year, I asked my parents for uh, the YouTube Greatest Hits album that came out um, and the Joshua Tree. And I played the Joshua Tree on rotation constantly while I was like doing homework and stuff during that time. Um, I listened to the greatest hits over and over again. It was great. I loved it. But I that was my extent of YouTube knowledge. And, and I take it back. The Batman soundtrack, the, whichever one the the Kiss Me Kill Me. Oh was yeah, on. That, that, yeah, that's a good. I one. remember that one. That one was great. That's a great song. Still, still really good. Yeah, song. yeah. I heard that the other day. That was a good oh, one too. Cool. So. 
so yeah, you two, uh, you know, maybe a whole nother generation's finding yeah. you two. They're also having maybe, I don't want to say a comeback because they've had so many comebacks, you know, they kind they've of They've had away. about 50 of those. Yeah, they, they come back and they come back. They they recently had a tiny desk. So Bono and Ooh. The Edge did a tiny desk. Nice, didn't so know check that. that out. That was maybe a couple of weeks ago. I wow. saw that on Twitter. Um, pretty cool. They had like a, a children's choir, the, uh, some sort and sang along. And, nice. Um, I don't think they did any songs from war. Uh, but I don't know. They, 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 they keep coming around and coming around and coming around. So you two, you have to know you two. So going back to, again, why I chose this one in terms of an album, I think Joshua Tree's good. Yeah, it is. It's a good record. Every time I listen to it though, I listen to the first four or five songs and then you fall off and then I turn it off and I yeah. go, should I give this to Ryan? And I know he knows it, but I don't, I, I don't know. The first four or five songs on that album was ridiculous. And then mm-hmm. it falls off. This album I found back in high school and it's got the hits of Sunday Bloody Sunday. It's got New Year's Day. Uh, some might say also like Two Hearts Beat is One and mm-hmm. a few other songs, like a song. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like the whole album just kind of flows. It yeah. has a theme. The first two albums I also have of U2 Boy in October. Mm-hmm. They kind of have a certain sound and this is kind of, you know, the, the further development of yeah. U2. And so, um, again, coming out in 1983, Joshua Tree is 1987. Yep. Uh, I think if you hear like 40, the last song of this album is kind of a jumping off point for later U2. Yes. So it is not, what is that, Beautiful Day U2? Like oh. The most recent U2? It's not that type of U2. That I, and that's the U2 that I can't stand. Like I, I, I know that album, what was it, All That You Can't Leave Behind? Yeah. I think that won like Grammy for like best album so, that year that it came it out. Was and I was big, just yeah. so disappointed in that. And I, I do not like that version of U2. Though I have to say, I, I, I do applaud U2 in how they started off their career one way. And then they, uh, U2's pop came out and that was different. And, and you know, they, they, it was like Bono had a, took on a alternate identity or, or another persona type thing. And, and as they grew through the nineties, I really enjoyed all that stuff up to about 1998. So YouTube from the start to 1998 is good YouTube. Everything after I'm going to say is just awful and I hate it. Especially <laughs> that one time that YouTube released an album on iTunes and it invaded my my iTunes play like oh. like everybody that had iTunes all of a sudden got this YouTube album for free. I was wondering if you're going to mention that like, or anybody was. And, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, first off, no thank you. Um, don't just give me things for free that I don't want. And, and then two that was an awful record. It was really <laughs> bad. Like, why would you, well, I guess they had to give it away for free. It was that bad. So, well, I won't say anything about that. So <laughs> that's I think, for another day. I think though, looking back at you two now, they also released a, an acoustic album recently. Oh, cool. Of kind of covers of all of their own songs. Yeah. I didn't right? know that. So that just came out a few weeks ago as well. And only a few songs on this album were on there. I think 40 and Sunday, bloody Sunday are on there. Um, but, I think looking at you two now, I'm just appreciating. So I, I understand what you're saying. Now, I don't own a lot of albums. I think I own the first three and then Joshua Tree, maybe a few others. Okay. Maybe that's it. So you know, 80s, maybe early 90s, you two. But I think the breadth of you two and seeing how it was translated going back to sing, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, they've been around yeah. for 40 years. It, it talks about a lot of their songs. This is the album that kind of went into protest songs and things like mm-hmm. that. So we know Bono. Right. Yep. And uh, do you know his name? Uh, I think it's like Stephen or something. I never knew this going into this. So this is also uh, one cool thing. So his name is Paul. Paul. Paul Hewson. Great name. And so uh, Bonavox 
is Latin for good voice, according to the internets. And so it's also a hearing aid store in Dublin. And so there's a couple different versions of how he got his name, but Latin for good voice. And maybe his friends oh. kind of said Bono voice and they were kind of throwing around names. And at some point it landed to so, Bono. So that's not pretentious at all. <laughs> well, it's it's supposedly <laughs> from friends, not Bono. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> but you never know. I mean, it is Bono, but uh, <laughs> so it, it's uh, talk about Bono and the edge and Adam uh, Clayton and Larry Mullen Jr. So they've been together. It's awesome that they're four guys. Yeah. The original four. They've been together this whole time. It, I yeah. think I, I've underappreciated you two for what they are. It's going back to their protest songs, but they usually see the good in people. They're trying to uplift people. Yes. It's typically positive. And I see that in Sing. Yes. Not too many, let's say, rock bands would be chosen for a kid's animated movie. And they're 100% correct. And as much as I could I could sit here and dog on Bono uh, for his later stuff, uh, you're 100% correct. Uh, the fact that they, they've been selected for that, that is a huge compliment to them and their career. Um, in the charitable stuff that they have done, they've done a lot of great things for people in the world. Uh, even though I might not like them after a certain point, 1998 and beyond, I cannot take away from the good, kind human beings that they are. And plus the fact that they have been able to stay together after all these years. I mean, they've lasted more than half the marriages of the world. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going back to, again, this is more of a recent revelation, let's say, for me. So that's why I've been, I've been, oh, that's cool. been wanting to do a YouTube album. And uh, I don't listen to YouTube all the time. YouTube. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't listen to YouTube all the time either. I don't listen to YouTube all the time, but if you've ever listened to rock radio or pop radio, you've heard them and so I go, okay, we're going to do YouTube at some yeah, point. You can't get away from them. Yeah, so I knew it was inevitable, but it's probably not the album that you've thought of. So enough talking, so Correct. you know, we'll get to some music, I promise. Yeah. A couple uh quick cool things related to previous episodes though. Uh, it was produced by Steve Lillywhite. Steve Lillywhite. So Big Country. Also produced Big Country. So this was recorded September, according to the internet, September to November 1982. And yep. then Big Country was recorded May 1983. Yep. Interesting. There you go. So in this album, I, I think, exceeds Big Country, in my opinion. That's why I picked oh, well, this. But uh, anyways. Um, we need to pump those brakes there, Jeremy Dudman. <laughs> one last cool note is that it was uh, number one in the UK, which knocked off Thriller at the Ooh, time, which mm. we also covered in the past episode. I, I just so. want to pause you really quickly. If if you want to claim that U2 and this album is better than Big Country, I just want to remind you of a quote from The Edge, guitarist of YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> I did it too. Look at YouTube. Where he said, Stuart Adamson wrote the songs that you two wished they could write. Boom, shaka, and laka, point. So, me. So, going back to the, the Big Country album, it was somewhat the sound. Remember, I had yeah. an issue with the qualities. Yeah. We talked about Steve Lillywhite. It was an mm -hmm. early one of his albums, things like that. But he had worked on these early U2 albums also. Yeah. And this album, I don't know, just sound-wise, I'll say- I will give you that. It just, it, it's amazing that they were maybe six months apart. Yes. And the Big Country one, compared to this, I wish now looking back, and maybe they do too, the Big Country sounded like this. Had the sound quality. Quality, yes, yes. quality. Now, I will 100% agree with you in that right. You are correct. This album does mastering, mixing sound better. 
So it's not better in the song department, though. On that note, we'll finally get to some music. What are your <laughs> thoughts, and what are your best and worst uh, tunes? This is a great record, and I bought it. Nice. I, so you um, did not previously own no. it or really listen to it? Uh, the, I mean, of course, I'd heard Sunday Bloody Sunday, and right. I'd heard New Year's Day. Did you listen of course. to the radio? Yeah, yes. uh, but I had not heard a single song any other song off this record. Uh, this is a phenomenal album. Nice. Absolutely amazing. Um, great. Just, just great record. I bought it immediately. It is in my catalog now. I'm so happy for that. Um, and I, again, I know I dog, a, I've, I've been like sarcastic towards you two this episode, but I just there, I mean, this is amazing. But this I, is great writing a good, I mean, this is a really good album. And I agree with you in terms of early U2, it's it's hard to it's beat great. early U2. And I think I originally got into U2 in terms of high school, uh, listening to 90s bands. Yeah. And then they mentioned their influences of 80s bands. Uh-huh. And like New Order and U2 and Depeche Mode yep. and The Cure. And then U2 just kind of listened to them. I go, well, this doesn't sound like yeah. later. And this is almost like Aerosmith's Dream On to mm-hmm. Dude Looks Like a Lady. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so anyways, I just had to throw that out there. No, that's, that if, that's if, perfect. If you listen to like... Early 2000s Franz Ferdinand or things like that, you'll want to go back and listen to this. If you yeah. listen to modern, any of the 80s influences of today, you want to go back and listen to this album and the previous two, first three total U2 albums. Uh, this is a solid record. It's a four-star record out of five. Um, there's only one song on there I do not like, uh, but I want to start with a song that I actually do like. Uh, the song that I feel like is actually the best and maybe because it hit a little close to home for me, maybe that's it. And you know, the emotional tie, but it's seconds. Uh, I love the bass line in it. Uh, the simple bass line. And, um, I love the, the drum beat that is mimicking a March that they even go into like, you know, the, the airborne ranger call, you know, later in the song. So let's hear, let's hear a couple seconds of seconds. Ooh, I like what you did there, <laughs> but I'm bum- It's a cool song. Yeah, that's nice. I love it. That uh, kick, whatever drum, does not sound very good at the beginning. No. But, but it fits. It fits. It fits. And, uh, you know, it's crazy how it fits. But again, like, it's first time I heard that, I was like, I immediately started feeling that march, that natural march that, if you don't know, I was in the military for, for many years and marched hundreds of miles, you know? Uh, and so as soon as that, that rhythm came in, I, I started feeling that immediately and that just pulled me in and it's a great song. Um, as you talked about, like, yes, a lot of U2's early stuff is very political, uh, very driven in those areas of what I wouldn't say civil rights. Um, just, you know, fighting certain powers, you know, and, and I get that. And I like that to a certain degree. I don't listen to a whole lot of political music, whether I agree with it or not. Um, it's mostly because I, I, I don't know. I just don't. So will I be listening to this album a lot? You know, every now and then, but I will say, even though this is a political song that I picked, it's very political. Uh, it's a great song. 
And I don't know, the the marching vibe is cool. Took me back to my days in the army, and there we go. Yeah, it's not my pick, but it's it's a good tune. It's it, it, I agree. It's 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 a yeah, it's cool. It's, it's cool. Uh, and, and of course, Sunday Bloody Sunday, awesome track. New Year's Day, awesome track. Uh, two hearts beat as one, as you mentioned before. Good song. Forty's a good song. Uh, Drowning Man, great song. I, I, I look. I, I mean, I could list all these except for the one that I do not like, and that is Red Light. I do not like that song at all. Part of me feels like the reason why I don't like it is because I felt like they were trying to rip off Big Country. And then the lyrical content, I'm not a fan of. I think if they just cut out the beginning part. Yeah, sorry, that part's so, Sorry to say, just... Uh, so annoying. That's when I was going back to try to find one that I do not da-da, like. I thought... Da-da, da-da. Oh, well, Ryan, yeah, you've got it. No. Nice. No. Uh, that, yeah, that was my kind of first choice for worst. But it there's a should song, be your choice for worst. Th- there's a song that I, I don't like as much. Because no I way. think once I get past that little beginning part, it's got a cool groove and it sounds like you 2 and... I can jam out to it, and it's fine for All me. Right, fine, so whatever. I disagree All with right. you on that. Because just get back. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> no. I agree with you, though. That beginning line is. It yeah, could be it's annoying. Of, but again, overall, this is a great record. And if you have not heard this record, I really, really, really highly suggest that you go and listen to this album after you're done listening to us discuss it on this podcast. Yeah, and maybe go check out some of the videos, too. You'll get some big hair, too. Oh, yeah, some of those good old, 80s hair. Yeah, good 80s hair and so forth. But uh, one thing about Bono, too, I mean, when they sing now, I mean, his voice still sounds pretty it's, good. It, it has held up, and that is impressive, which maybe that's how he got the Bono name or whatever. <laughs> We're not going there. Uh, All right, Jeremy. So yeah, my choices. I mean, Sunday Bloody Sunday. It's it's it's, it's classic. It's a classic. It's got a cool drum mm-hmm. intro. Yeah, it's classic. That's one of those songs that when it starts, you know the song. Yes. Like there, there's these TikTok challenges. Like, can you guess the song after just one beat? This one, yeah. After one beat, you've got this song. Yeah, and then when the guitar comes in, I mean, it's mm-hmm. classic, let's say, 80s or just The Edge or just U2 and uh, kind of the the arpeggiated chords. Of course, his sound is the the delayed guitar, yeah. but it's not as much delay on this album. But it, it's just cool. It's rock, but it's not. It's hard to describe. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got you. Yeah, it, it's no, rock, but it's not. And that, yeah. I guess it's kind of that new wave sound. I say new wave. They were kind of, let's say, post-punk. Well, I don't new, know. I think a lot of people get confused with the term new wave, and they automatically think synths. And no. that's not the case. New wave does not necessarily have to have synths in it. It's more of a, as you're saying, it's a post-punk type 
sound. It's not quite rock and roll of the 50s and 60s or even 70s, but it's like a mixture of the punk rock feel and aesthetics with classic rock movements and stuff. And there you go. That is new wave. Yeah. I'm tired of people, and maybe this is my little soapbox rant for this episode, but I'm tired of people being like, no, it's not new wave because it's not like Joy Division or, or New Order or something. But they were also pretty, I mean, they had synths, yes, but they had yeah. guitars and bass Well, and Joy Division too. did, but like, yeah. well, I guess New, New Order, Order did yeah, as well. But, but they I had mean, synths here and there. They, but, but they focused heavily on synths. Not as much as like uh, Depeche Mode. Well, that, I mean, that's, like all that's synths. different. Yeah, that's but, all synths. Uh, but it's, it's, it makes you move, right? Yes. So you can, I can put this on as uh, as we mentioned, you know, when we get older and we have to exercise and all that yeah. boring stuff. You know, this is an album that you can put on and move to. Right? I will admit that, uh, that Sunday Bloody Sunday makes me want to like go and punch somebody in the face. <laughs> like it, it comes on and, you know, you hear this, you hear the lyrics and you're like, oh God, yeah, I got to go fight somebody. But then it's got the sweet kind of yeah. uh, acoustic guitar kind of how long will yeah. we sing this song in the middle so it's it's well that's it's, me crying after i you know hit somebody and knocked them out and i'm like why why did i have to do this yeah yeah so no. um going to the favorite song i mean i i struggle because two hearts beat is one when that chorus comes it's oh, golden wow i just like pump my fist and i'm just yes. singing along to that one but yes. i'll just go i hate to say it. i like like a song as well mm-hmm um, forties good as well mm-hmm. for kind of more low, low, uh, low key, kind of more acoustic like. Yep. I'll just I I hate to be the one, the dude that, that picks it, but New Year's Day. What it, it there's there's one problem about it is that it's a little long. Oh yeah, but okay. it's got so much. It's got a great bass line throughout. It's got a great bass line. It just builds the whole time, and then the solo comes in at about three twenty six. Uh huh. And it just breaks loose. And it ends on a verse, which is totally different than almost every other yeah. song. So it almost feels like when that last verse comes, you're like, there's another verse. But then it kind of ends. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give it to you. If somebody fights me on this, it's, it's a little long. All right. But I, it, anytime it comes on, New Year's Day, it's not uh, necessarily New Year's Day, uh, you know, that it's uh, the perfect happy New Year's Day because it's also kind of about uh, things going on in, in Poland and yeah. uh, things... Uh, in in a good way happened on New Year's Day, but it might not be the typical New Year's Day song. But anyways, let's play a little bit of it because the bass is just awesome. It's got piano, it's got the guitars, it's got Bono's voice right off the the bat. It's got Larry's drums just holding it down back there. It just it, it builds and it it's catchy. It's uh it's classic U2 but not like the Joshua Tree U2. So, I don't know, it's got a little bit for everybody and me as a bass player. Oh, Adam's just holding down the bass line. It's it's cool. I have to listen to that. Again, every time I always listen to it, though, I go, this is a little long. Maybe they could have trimmed it down. Yeah, they could have trimmed it down. You're Maybe right, not that last right. verse. But then I'll go for like a song or two hearts beat as one, let's say, is my second choices. Okay. If I have to get to a song that I don't like is The Refugee.
So this sounds a little bit more maybe like older U2, the first couple of albums, a little bit more raw. For me, it doesn't match the rest of this album. Oh, I love it. Maybe lyrically it does. I don't know. It's like, to me, it's like My Sharona or something. No way, man. It reminds me of Oingo Boingo, and I'm all about that. It just uh, just sticks out, and I... That's a great song. So I I agreed with you before with Red Light. Like, initially, I would go for Red Light. So if I don't go for Red Light, because Red Light actually turns into a cool song that sounds... Like you two, it matches. Nah. Again, it, it 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 drives. It's it moves. It's cool. It's Whatever. new wave. This one is totally different. It's it's more. It's cool that it's different. Percussive driven. It's it just doesn't it doesn't match. And it's uh, in oh, terms whatever. of vinyl too. So Drowning Man right before that would have been the end of side one. This is you turn it over and you hear this. Yeah, that's you know, the, yeah, you're it's right. It's totally different. <laughs> that That's not a way to start so, a side B. Yeah. I <laughs> I'll to, give you that. I had to just look into that a little bit because I go, where, where would be, where would side B? Please say it's not here. So, um, I didn't even think of that. You're yeah, right. That's, that's a horrible way it to just, start side B. It sticks out. So, but, um, <laughs> I'm glad that you liked it. And I think everybody oh, yeah, should yeah. check this out again. It's, it's you too. And, uh, appreciate as I've kind of looked back the last couple of uh, years, uh, yeah. appreciate you too. And it's, you know, they've been around for a while and celebrating 40 years of war and, uh, but, and it's, it's still positive. Like new year's day is about things going on, but then it's also a semi love song yeah. and, you know, longing for somebody. So there's, there's mentions of love in here and it's very fairly positive Aww. that with rock and roll, we always get in this anger movement, let's yeah. say, and, or other people that don't like rock and roll, like it just sounds angry, but a lot of rock and roll is about love and being yeah. positive and so, uplifting. And I like so it. give this album to your crush. Uh, war. <laughs> no, maybe no. not. Hey babe, this is what I feel of you. War. I think, I think more Joshua tree would be for the crush. Oh, oh goodness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is the one, like once you've gone on a few dates and you're just going to dance, yeah, okay, I could like see Like dance, and you're going to go, you know, dancing out to the discotheque. <laughs> you know, you go dancing to this one, but mm, yeah, not a first album. No. But no. let us know what you think out there. Yeah. Is it an album that you own? Is it one that you will be purchasing? Is it one that you hate? Uh, do you disagree and say, later, you two's great, beautiful day, and that album that Ryan mentioned that mm. they shoved onto everybody that uh, I actually had no problem with. But I hate that album. Because again, I'm, uh, U2's always been like, well, yeah, but they're good. So I don't have anything I against just, it. Nope. <laughs> All right, whatever. I never listened to it anyways, but I didn't really have as much problem as everybody else. But um, oh. <laughs> so let us know. It's, is you two is your U2 Joshua Tree? Is it um, the the 90s U2? Is it the, the first three albums U2? Is it more live U2? Or no U2? Is it sing U2? Are you like my six-year-olds and you like the sing U2? Sing 2 Sing 2 to U2. Yeah. So, anyways, let us know out there on the socials, thealbumargument.com, and I'll put this on our Spotify playlist. Help the band out, download their music, buy it, and also help us out by sharing our uh, information and podcasts with everybody you know, including Grandma. We're going to have to make a shirt that says, and Grandma, or something like that. And Grandma. Thank you so much for joining us out there in podcast land. We really do appreciate it. Uh, These past couple weeks have been just an absolute awesome time for us, and uh, again, we love what we're doing. We hope you love it too. And thank you for supporting us. We 
it's just cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, we'll have some uh, more killer episodes yeah. for you coming out soon. And for those of you who are angry at me for just saying the part one and part two, you know, of my my episodes. Oh yes. Uh, right. Yeah. Next week is part two. So finally, right? Yeah. Finally. finally. Uh, two weeks later. So there you go. Part for all, two. For all those bingers, they've been waiting. They've been, been waiting. Just so. waiting to hear. <laughs> so. Sorry about the wait. Uh, but we look forward to having you. Uh, thank you for again joining us. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. <laughs>